I think what surprised me the most is um, I was not aligned with the right brokerages in the beginning, but for me, it was a lack of training and mentorship, just kind of finding my way through on my own. You take the course as one thing that is something completely different than you actually being in the field. And mm -hmm. I, I think the surprising thing for me was honestly just not having that support in terms of putting a file together and feeling confident, you know, in submitting my files. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's definitely a lack of, you know, mentorship and structure to training outside of the course does not prepare you for the day to day. No, like, not even all, close. Right? Yeah, not even yeah. close. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. Every Friday, we interview a top rookie to find out what they're doing, how they're getting their business going. And every Monday, of course, we interview a top performer in the mortgage industry. You can learn a ton from those guys and girls who have just been doing this forever. But we thought, wouldn't it be cool to have a show dedicated to the new people because somebody who's been doing this for 20 years, sometimes what worked for them may not be working today. And so it'd be great to highlight some of these rookies who are doing amazing things. And so the first episode of this is with Keisha Johnson. Keisha is a mortgage broker based out of Whitby, Ontario. She's one of the grads of our new agent training program. And the cool thing about Keisha, is she's just a doer. She's the kind of person who you give her an idea and she just goes and executes on it. And I love that about her. She's got tons of energy. She was recently featured in a magazine with sort of advice on real estate, which is cool for being a newer agent. So last year in 2019, she did about 3 million in fundings, just under three. And then this year so far, she's already funded four and a half and has even more in her pipeline. So things are going really, really well for her. Super excited. A couple of takeaways from the conversation I have with Keisha. First, she shares about how her passion for the industry actually came from wanting to understand the barriers to home ownership. And so she took her course originally, it was just to understand mortgages and help herself to get into real estate and not knowing that at some point this would actually become her career, which is cool. And the second thing that she shares that surprised her most about the industry was just the lack of training and mentorship that's in the mortgage space, especially in Canada. It seems to be that way everywhere, but Canada in particular, and how she sort of navigated that. And yeah, I think it's a really great conversation, very inspiring person. Check her out, check her out online, Keisha Johnson, and yeah, check out this episode. I think you're really gonna like it. Before we get going though, I wanna give a shout out to our title sponsor, which is Finmo. And so Finmo has been gracious enough to support us so that we can continue to create shows, to talk to amazing people, to put this content together so that you can learn and apply some of this stuff to your business. One of the things that I love about Finmo is they now have the ability to connect with over 250 lenders. So you can literally, not only can you use their application, it's got the smart docs, easy for documents, collection so it figures out what documents you need but now you have the ability to actually submit to over 250 lenders directly through that platform so they've been investing a ton in their software go check it out finmo.com and check out this episode hey keisha welcome to the show hi scott thank you thank you love to be here so tell me a little bit about yourself and how did you get into the mortgage business Certainly. So yes, my name is Keisha Johnson, and I help people position themselves to take advantage of great opportunities, such as home ownership, and also to position themselves for great opportunities in the investment of real estate as well. I started in this industry based on me wanting to help individuals. That was actually the driving force for me, having a will to help others. And before I got into this industry, I kind of put up a barrier with regards to home ownership feeling that it was impossible. You know, I just couldn't save enough or I didn't have the information that I needed to get into a home. And I thought to myself, you know, it seems so difficult. How can I achieve this goal for myself and also help others as well? 
And so in taking the course, I started to understand that it's really about understanding and finding someone who's going to take the time to break it down. And it's really not that impossible. It's just finding the information and positioning yourself so that you can execute home ownership. Right. Okay. So you got into the mortgage biz and then you're not full time or you are full time right now. So what is your situation right now? Because I know that you've been in transition year. So what were you doing kind of before and like, how did you know it's ready to go full time? Yeah, so I actually used to work in the promotional industry and I have a bit of a struggle where I'm actually at work nine to five and then my phone is ringing with clients and, you know, I can't pick up that phone because I'm not on my time, I'm on their time. And so I started to say, you know what, you need to find something that's more part-time so that you can pull in the mortgage industry as your full-time because you need to find time to respond to your clients and, you know, be more effective and reachable. And so in 2017, that's when I started it full-time and then I had a part-time position that um, was kind of, you know, helping me in terms of the finances until I slowly, slowly build myself up. Right. So, so I'm correct. You got your mortgage license because you wanted to understand really the real estate and becoming a homeowner. Then you yes. decided, hey, 2017. So at that point, you maybe did a little bit, but not that much. 2017, you're like, no, wait a second. Yeah. You had a full-time job the whole time. So very difficult to actually. Yes. So then 2017, you're like, I'm going to focus on mortgages and I'm mm-hmm. going to still have a part-time job outside of it. Right. right. Okay. So yes. what is that part-time job that you've been doing? Yeah, so it's quite a contrast, actually. I work at a school through a before and after school program. And so that's what I was doing. So I literally kick off my heels and then put on my running shoes. <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, but it's part time. So definitely, you know, give me the opportunity that I would be able to focus more on mortgage lending and build that craft. Right. Because as you know, there's lots to learn from. In the oh, business. yes. Okay. Yes. So. Unfortunately, the failure rate is pretty high for new mortgage brokers. So, you know, awesome that you're getting your traction and you're finding your groove. Is there any point yes. that you question, should I be doing this? Like, because I got to think that, you know, anytime I start something new, I sometimes think that, but I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but any point you ever question yeah. if you chose the right industry or not? No, you know what? I've never had that thought. In fact, I think it was about maybe last month I closed a file, woke up in the morning and I, you know, kind of rolled over in the bed and I checked my email, <laughs> which is a habit I have. And the first email that was in was an email from a client. And the client stated that, you know, thank you so much, Keisha, for all the hard work that you've done. You are a blessing. And I get those emails sometimes, but just to wake up to that, it was a reminder as why I do what I do, right? I truly want to be there to assist these clients, especially first-time home buyers, getting them into the home. So I can't say that I've ever had that thought. It's always, uh, you know, reassuring when I get that message from a client stating that, you know, I help them out a lot. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you never question, I sometimes, yeah. I, maybe it's just me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. I just go through these, you know, yeah. mental ups and downs. So yeah. what surprised <laughs> you most about the mortgage business though, you know, now that you've been in it for a little bit, what's surprised you the most? Oh, yes. I think what surprised me the most is, um, I was not aligned with the right brokerages in the beginning, but for me, it was a lack of training and mentorship, just kind of finding my way through on my own. You take the course as one thing, that is something completely different than you actually being in the field. And Mm -hmm. I I think the surprising thing for me was honestly just not having that support in terms of putting a file together and feeling confident, you know, in submitting my files. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's definitely a lack of, you know, mentorship and structure to training outside the course does not prepare you for the day to day. No, like not even all, close. Right? Yeah, not even yeah, close. Because like, no. you're like, okay, so there's two distinct skills you got to develop as a mortgage broker. One is the sales skills. The other is underwriting skills. Which of the two was more challenging for you? 
I would say underwriting. Yeah. Okay. And, and so how have you learned to get better at underwriting? Well, because now I understand you also do some underwriting for somebody else you work for. So you do your own deals. Exactly. Yeah. So like, how do you go from saying, Hey, this is something that I actually found harder than the sales part of it. So tell me about that. Like, how did you overcome it? Yeah, I would say the company that I work under right now, the brokerage Royal Dominion Mortgages, is the, the principal broker, Steve Nemhart, providing that support, right? And really getting to understand, you know, how to put the files together, what's expected, you know, when you're sending it, what they're looking for to make sure that, you know, you're not sending files and it's being kicked back, right? So that support definitely from my current principal broker and just really showing me the ropes and allowing me to understand it a whole lot more. Right. Yeah. I always find underwriting is something you just can't learn from a book. You've got to learn from files because each is so different and you can't learn how to drive a car from a book. You got to get in the car and you You can't learn underwriting underwriting from a book. You actually have to have a real file with real wrinkles and real nuance. For me, then it sticks in my brain. Otherwise it's like just gone. Right. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you came through our program that we did for new people. What was for you the biggest takeaway that you got from that program? Yeah, I would say the biggest takeaway is get on the phone (laughs) and make those calls. You know, it's so simple for us to kind of put that in the back, especially if you're having files that are, you know, referred over to you. You have to still get on the phone and, you know, make that contact with the clients, potential clients, with the real estate agents. So I would say uh, we did that program. I think it was Game of Phones. Right. And um, that was really amazing for me, you know, getting on the calls and, you know, connecting with, you know, potential clients, you know, connecting with real estate agents. So I would say get on the phone and make those calls, designate some time. I try to do it between 11 and 12 each day. So designate some time where you are actually going through your call list and, you know, reconnecting with your clients yes. and, and your pro partners. And so yeah. from doing that, was there any new relationships that you were able to develop? Just curious, what was sort of the result of starting to build that new muscle? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even reaching out to, you know, the real estate agents that I was reaching out to, I had some good response from them and, you know, making connections with uh, new real estate agents. I already have a few real estate agents that I work with and the relationship has been positive and I feel that I definitely have a lot to offer, you know. And so in getting into that program, I, you know, started to reach out to more real estate agents and it's been wonderful. A few of them have sent over files and some not as yet, but that's okay. You know, we build that connection and when the time is right, the right mm-hmm. file will come over. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to ask some rapid fire questions. You can answer the shorter answers if you like. So what's one thing people can't find out about you from Google? (laughs) Actually, one thing that they may not find out about me on Google would be that I used to do custom cakes. (laughs) So I say to myself sometimes, yeah, if it comes down to it and I have to save the day for a client, maybe it's for a wedding or maybe it's for a birthday, I can pull it off. (laughs) You can make them them an amazing cake. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. What's one movie everyone should watch at least once? I would say Black Panther. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, yes, yes. And then what is one tool or piece of tech that you can't run your business without? Oh, uh, boy. Whew. You know what? I'm going to say I can't think of any. I'm just thinking anything that I have right now, I need it. <laughs> I do. Right. What are some of the tools that you are using day to day that you actually quite like? Yeah, I use MailChimp. That's something that I use to keep track of my clients and campaigns. I'm in the process of transitioning into Blue Mortgage mm-hmm. as a CRM system. I was using GoMax. And, you know, I just trying to explore something a little bit different. I saw some things that Blue Mortgage offered and I want to see if I can tap into that. Uh, right. So, you know, CRM system, they say, you know, the best one is the one, you know, I get it. But, yeah. you know, you definitely want to have a CRM system. You got to have, yes, at some point build one. Okay. So yes. last question. So knowing what you know now, so if you could go back in time and what advice would you give yourself or what would you do different if you had to start over again? 
I would definitely say putting myself out there. You know, when I first got my mortgage license, it was, I'm a mortgage agent, come find me, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work, right? You definitely have to be willing to put yourself out there because no one's going to know that you exist unless you actually put yourself out there. So it's taking the time to market, taking the time to make those connections. That's what's truly going to build your business. And if I was doing that from the ground up, I think, you know, it would have made a world of difference. But guess what? Nothing happens before it's time. And that's what I'm definitely doing right now. And I see the difference. Right. Yeah. So it's made a big difference in your business. Well, it's awesome. Well, Keisha, I love the energy that you bring and the things are going great for you. And yeah, it's awesome. So where can people find you online? Certainly. So you can check out my social media handles. I have RTS Mortgage Financial on Instagram, on Facebook. And also I have a YouTube channel that I'm currently working on right now, putting some information out there. Eye on Mortgage. Nice. Thanks, Keisha. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.